0: I'm Holly Cates, your favorite personal stylist, and let's keep it real, the only Holly you need to know. Turn it up, because I got a lot to say, and I am super stoked you're here. And I am super stoked you're here. Hello, everyone. Hey, hey, hey. What's up? What's going on? And what's the haps? This is the Fashion Crimes Podcast, broadcasting live from the She Podcast. 2021 live conference with all women podcasters i have met the most incredible women this week and i really met someone really special that i want to interview thank you so much for joining the show again this is the fashion crimes podcast my name is holly katz your favorite personal stylist and of course as always the only Holly you need to know. So Krista Grasso is joining us today. Krista, what's the haps? What's going on? And thank you so much for joining us today.
1: Holly, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. And it was fabulous meeting you at the conference. You looked absolutely amazing as always.
0: Oh my God, stop. You're so sweet. We had such a good time. And it's so funny, Jess and Elsie, who started She Podcast, it's it's a community of all women podcasters. And it was so nice for them to put on a conference. And she was like, oh, it's not that big this year, but it really gave us a, a chance to actually meet and interact without being so overwhelmed by thousands of people. Don't you agree?
1: Completely. I actually really liked the intimacy of it. And I felt like I got to know so many amazing people like you oh, you're very sweet. Well, thank you. I met Krista and her friend Isabella
0: and a bunch of other women, and we totally vibed. And once I started talking to Krista about what she does, she told me that she has her own jewelry line. And I said, whoa, stop it. Hold the phone. I totally need to interview you. Tell me everything. Don't leave anything out. How did you get started and go?
1: (laughs) All right. Yeah. So I have actually been a jewelry designer since 2004. My current jewelry brand is called Chris Cara and we just are celebrating our eighth birthday. So Chris Cara has been alive and well for eight years, which is hard to believe it's gone by so quickly, (laughs) but I have just always loved jewelry. I've always loved gemstones and metals and just being able to kind of take something that's in my head and turn it into something that somebody wears that helps them feel confident and feel beautiful and just feel unique and express their individuality. To me, that is just the ultimate in fulfillment. I get to play with gemstones and metals and the things I love and help people to really express themselves and feel feel amazing.
0: Well, that is absolutely incredible. That is so awesome. And tell me, do you? so you don't have a, a background in jewelry design, then do you?
1: No, I've just always made jewelry. I've loved jewelry and I did not go to formal schooling for it or anything like that. I'm very self-taught. I work with some absolutely incredible metalsmiths to bring my creations to life. But yeah, no, I am 100% self-taught. That is incredible. So, you know, as someone who has never
0: done anything like this before, you just went to the factories and gave them some sketches and you're like, hey,
1: can you make this? (laughs) Yeah. So I used to, in my prior brand, the one that I started back in 2004, I quite literally handcrafted every single piece of jewelry myself, whether it was a beaded piece or something made out of metal or wire. And then as I really grew and scaled the business and launched what is today Chris Cara, I knew that I wanted to take this and really expand my reach and scale in a way that I wasn't able to do when I was handcrafting. So I had reached out and found some of the top uh, metalsmiths in the US. And I started initially working with a company out on the West Coast. Since I'm based on the East Coast, I later moved production over to the East Coast. But yeah, I create all of the designs, all of the mock ups, all of the sketches, and then I work with them to create the molds and actually produce the pieces.
0: So do they give you like an order? Like, do you have to order a certain amount or do they just make what you want? Or, you know, I'm just asking questions for someone who is interested in starting their own business. Can you give a little insight on, hey, you're shopping the factories around. How do you get people to take you seriously?
1: Yeah, that's a really great question because if you say to somebody, I make jewelry, what's the first thing people say? Oh, my aunt makes jewelry. Oh, my cousin makes jewelry. Totally. And I think people picture you like went to the little craft store in town and you picked up <laughs> some beads and you're sitting at your kitchen table making jewelry. And when you reach out to the different manufacturers, they want to make sure that you're really serious and you're not the person sitting at the kitchen table just playing with beads, right? Right. Um, because they... You know, they have limited capacity for who they work with. And so usually what will end up happening, and this is what I did and what I highly recommend, is try to find somebody local because, A, you're going to cut your production time quite a bit. But when I did used to work with people West Coast, I still did this, and that is meet with them in person. So I would fly out to the West Coast. I met with the factory. I toured the factory. I shared my designs, my sketches, my goals, my vision with them we talked about quantities. We talked about, you know, what are the minimums? I talked about some creative ways to reach those minimums. I was like, listen, I am a small business. I'm just getting started. When I had first launched Chris Cara, I know you have minimums for these really high volumes. What if I achieve those minimums by doing multiple variations? So instead of doing a thousand of, or a hundred of a particular style, could I do 50 in silver and 50 in gold? aren't you creative? I mean, that is really smart. They worked with me. Um, They got that I was serious. They got that I was all in and willing to hit their minimums. So they were willing to work with me on adding in enough variation that A, it let me have a more expanded and interesting line. And it didn't stick me with as much inventory if something did not sell through.
0: Right. So you're selling online, obviously. Where else can people find your line?
1: Right now, I have moved everything 100% to my online website. In the past, you used to be able to find it in a lot of uh, local retailers. My jewelry was in Free People for quite a while. Wow. It was great. I've decided to simplify all the things because I do have another business as well that is my primary focus right now. So because of that, I decided to move everything onto our online website, which keeps things nice and super simple. And are you fulfilling all the orders Uh, My team does. Yes. The studio is at my house at the moment. (laughs) Wow.
0: Wow. So again, you know, as a personal stylist, of course, you know, I see a lot of product, right? And it seems like everybody makes jewelry. A lot of people try to have something special, but to someone who jewelry is not their thing, A lot of it looks the same. I mean, I'm just being honest. A lot of it looks the same. It's a necklace with a special stone. It's these earrings with special whatever. But the reason why your jewelry stuck out to me is because it's really got this desert boho vibe to it. Tell me where that came from when you were like, okay, I'm going to make jewelry. But
1: how did you know what type or what kind of feel you wanted? Yeah, absolutely. So this is kind of a fun story but. Where I started making jewelry was at a primitive camping event. So I would go with my dad. I did this for 20 years. We quite literally would live in the 1800s for 10 days every single year. I mean, that is giving me
0: life right now. I'm sorry. That is giving me life.
1: (laughs) How fun is it to get to dress up in really cool costumes for an entire week long? I mean, the fashion was fabulous and we slept in teepees and it was great. But while I was there, I would sit and I would make jewelry and I'm outside. And so I just took so much inspiration from nature and from around me. And I'm one of those people that kind of takes inspiration from almost anything. I could take inspiration from architecture in a building and I could take inspiration from a tree and a rock. Like it's just whatever kind of strikes me, but being in that environment and being immersed in nature And just really having those moments of simplicity because you don't have modern electronics with you, it's just like nice kind of check out of the outside world time. It just really let me tap into, I guess, my inner boho and really just look at, I don't know what to me felt different yet could help somebody express their individuality. I didn't want to design something like what other people wore. I wanted my pieces to be very recognizable. But not just recognizable as Chris Cara. I wanted it to be recognizable as right for the person, if that makes sense.
0: Okay. Can I just get back to me for one second and tell you what's giving me life right now? Mm -hmm. There are so many things I want. Okay. The Aria earrings, they are like drops, but they're like very intricate silver, but they're not too big, not too small. I mean, I have to have those. And then the necklace that you wear 12 ways. Tell me about that necklace. Where did that come from?
1: Yeah, so I believe that we are multifaceted humans, right? Like there is no box that any one of us fits in. We all have multifacets. And I feel like your jewelry should be multifaceted and should kind of meet you at whatever stage you're at or whatever uh, facet you're expressing that particular day. So I love to do these multifunctional pieces. And my wear it 12 plus ways necklace is you can actually wear it as a body chain or you can wear it as a necklace. And I have these styling guides um, that I've put together to show people all the different ways that they can wear it. But it's really fun if you've got this like great party that you're going to or you're having some sexy time with your other (laughs) half. You can, you know, rock it as a body chain if you're heading to work or, you know, just going out to a farmer's market or something. You could wear it as a long necklace. You could double it up as a short necklace. You could turn it into a choker with a long component. Um, There's just so many different styling options. And I think that that's just really fun and gives your pieces longevity and versatility.
0: I mean, I, when I saw that, I was like, oh yeah, I got to ask her about that because I will tell you when I clean out closets, I absolutely go through people's jewelry. And so when I go through their jewelry, my issue (laughs) with their jewelry is that they have a lot of plastic crap, right? Mm -hmm. Because they see something kind of cute, you know, where they put everything at the cash wrap or they see some extra whatever, but it looks really cheap. Your stuff is costume, but I always teach my people to mix costume with real and mm-hmm. I'm loving the versatility of this necklace because every single person I work with, they want less, they want less, they want less. And so this is such a great solution to having less, right? You can wear it long, you can wear it short, you can, you know, whatever, where is a body chain, whatever you want to do. And then if you have real, you can layer it with real. I mean, I, that's, mm-hmm. to me, that is... If everyone did that, I mean, I'm glad they're not. I'm glad you're doing it. But I mean, that that to me is smart and it makes sense. And can I talk about your price point? Let's talk about the material and what price point you are.
1: Yeah, so my pieces do range, but the majority of pieces fit within that 50 to 100 range. And I did that very intentionally. I wanted the pieces to be accessible, but I was unwilling to compromise on quality for that price point. So what I do is all of my pieces are solid brass base. So they're as high quality as you're going to get in the fashion jewelry realm. And then they're all plated with 14 karat gold or silver. So they're very durable. They will look like and fit in with a lot of your more precious, you know, higher end pieces of jewelry. And they just, they last, which is to me important too. There's nothing worse than finding something, loving it, wearing it once, tarnishes, turns you green, and you've got to, you know, get rid of it. So I wanted pieces that were high quality, but at that accessible price point. And so it took me quite a while to find the right people to work with where I could have both. But I have managed to achieve both.
0: Well, I love feathers and I absolutely love the feather bracelet. You know, I love the other earrings that, you know, you said I love the layered necklace. I mean, that to me is my vibe right and so do you recommend are there sets to get together are they all different i mean what what is your top seller what's your hot seller right
1: now oh gosh i have a few kind of tried and true pieces that people just absolutely love and come back for for you know over and over again so the m earrings are my number one best selling earring and i tend to wear those myself most days just because they're so versatile and they go with pretty much everything The necklace that you mentioned, the layered one, the Dawn, that is one that is really uh, popular as well. And I think that people like the built-in layers because it takes the kind of thought process out of it for them. But all of the pieces are meant to be mixed and matched. I love the idea of changing your look really easily by changing out your jewelry. And so you can, you'll see across the collection how the pieces have similar vibes. Um, and looks where you can mix and match any of them together. Like the Sedonas and the Sunsets and the M's, those are some of my favorites to combine. They have slightly different vibes, but together they just create this really cohesive, beautiful look.
0: What are some trends that you're loving right now? Tell, Tell us some jewelry trends for people that are into costume. This is the right price point for them. They think it's affordable. Maybe they could buy stuff for their daughters or their nieces. What are some
1: trends? What are you loving right now? Yeah, I think with so many of us being stuck on video in Zoom calls all day long, statement earrings are definitely in because whereas you can't always see somebody's outfit, you can't usually even see much above like the neckline up if you're lucky, you can really express yourself through your earrings on a video call. So if you're still stuck behind the computer all the time, I think statement earrings, I've seen the sale of my statement earrings really go up and for good reason. The other thing is kind of my signature pieces still continue to be really popular year over year. And that is I make foot chains and hand chains. And I wear hand chains when I'm on Zoom calls a lot and it catches people's attention Because I talk with my hands. So (laughs) it just kind of works. Otherwise, you might not see somebody's hands if you're not a hand talker like I am. Right. Um, But that being said, even throughout the pandemic and everything, I sell foot chains almost every single day. And I think it's because people just want something a little bit different. And when they do get to get outside, when they do get to go out, when they get to go to the beach, It just gives them a way to express themselves and stand out where not a lot of people are wearing them.
0: You know, I've seen them before on Etsy and it's kind of like for someone who doesn't know what a hand, so I call it a hand bracelet. So the chain goes around like your middle finger and then it goes down the top of your hand to your wrist. So I call it a hand bracelet. I actually have one. I used to wear them all the time. I'm obsessed with those but a foot chain is the same thing. It goes around, I think your second toe and then goes up your foot and then around your ankle. So Mm -hmm. I think a lot of barefoot brides, you know, wear those for sure, but I haven't seen one on the beach. But again, if that's your top selling item, people are wearing those. You obviously don't wear them under your shoes, but you wear them when you're at the pool, at the beach, whatever.
1: Yeah. With the right shoes, you can wear them over your shoes and it is really great jewelry to like dress up your shoes, but most people do tend to wear them barefoot. And those have been my best seller for the past eight years. I quite literally sell at least one foot chain almost every single day. Some days I sell a lot more than one. I mean, that's so cool. I mean,
0: again, it's not my particular style, but I respect it like mad respect because mm-hmm. I like it just on my hand. And so when you do the ones with the turquoise, are those real turquoise stones or what is the stone for the hand bracelets?
1: Yeah, they are. So all of the stones that I use are genuine stones In order to stick within the price point, I frequently will use like the turquoise is magnesite as opposed to like a, a real genuine turquoise because I'd have to charge about four times as much for the piece if it was the true genuine turquoise. But the magnesite is beautiful. It's honestly what most turquoise on the market is. Just not everybody communicates that that's what it is. <laughs> oh, I never knew that. I just learned something. <laughs> yep. But yeah, it's a, a beautiful stone. That's what I use. But the turquoise, I love the turquoise. It's just such a, a beautiful color. It adds such a nice pop of color to pretty much anything you're wearing.
0: I love that so much. And so are people always hitting you up for samples? Like, hey, I want to try one. Hey, 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 give me that. I'd love to, I'd love this for Christmas. Are you like constantly giving this the stuff away to your friends and family?
1: No, I did in the beginning, but eight years in now, I just, my friends and family buy from me for the holidays, for gifts, for people. And aside from people who want to do collaborations, which I've done some absolutely amazing collaborations with other brands and influencers and even celebrities, which has been a lot of fun. But aside from that, the requests for the jewelry have stopped over the years, which is kind of nice. No, I know once you know someone in the business and, and,
0: you know, it's hard because people are like, Hey, I love those earrings. Sure. Would like to borrow that. You know, I'm sure people are hitting you up all the time. (laughs) What do you think for anyone out there having a small business such as yourself? I mean, obviously you have a successful small business, but what is the hardest part about being an entrepreneur, especially about being a, a woman entrepreneur?
1: Yeah. I mean, when you talk about it in the context of the jewelry business, It's really interesting. A lot of the manufacturers that you're working with, they're definitely all old school men, right? (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of the, the people who make jewelry are women. A lot of them are men as well. But, you know, most of the manufacturers, there's actually very few women in the manufacturing world that I have come across. There's been some amazing ones, but it's very male dominated industry. But that being said, I think, you know, when I look at some of the the biggest challenges in any business, but especially if you have a product-based business, like a jewelry business is knowing how much money to put into your product and to invest in your business at the right time. So that you're setting yourself up for success without putting yourself at risk. And I made a lot of early mistakes in my business where I overinvested in product that didn't perform in the way that I wanted to. Um, It took me a while to find that sweet spot of how many pieces do I invest in? What styles are really landing? And I think you do just want to be very strategic about what you do. And you want to do your market research. And I think that's true of any industry, but especially if you are shelling out, it's a pretty hefty investment to get your products manufactured. Um, So, especially if you're investing in physical product, you just want to do your market research and really understand what your customers are looking for at what price point. And it's okay to bring different things to market. People weren't asking for foot chains and hand chains. I brought that to market and my customers really wanted it and loved it, but I knew they would because of the market research I did. So I think that's
0: really important. Oh, very nice. I am loving the Farrah Feather Bracelet. I'm loving the Walk This Way Arrow earrings. Yep, those will be mine. So I used to wear a body chain, but then I stopped. But you are bringing the body chain back. I see. <laughs> yep. I'm loving the cuffs because I love to do stack bracelets. Give us some styling tips. Tell Tell us what you recommend.
1: One of my absolute favorite is a great earring paired with a shorter necklace and a longer necklace. I think that that combination alone is just, I mean, no matter what you're wearing, I feel like it can really dress up the look. Obviously, if you're doing a more statement necklace, you just want that one necklace. But if you're doing more delicate pieces, I love the layering of something a little bit shorter and then a longer piece. And I think the longer piece just really draws your eye in a nice way as well. And it just really helps with whatever outfit that you're wearing. And for me, I mean, I quite literally do not leave the house without a hand chain. I cannot imagine leaving the house without a hand chain. I kind of feel naked without it. But I do think when you think about your hands and the fact that you're or at least we used to shake hands or hug people or talk with our hands. I think if you think of that, your hands are such a great way to express yourself that whether that's a hand chain or a great bracelet or some rings that you're layering up, really just looking at how can you express who you are through the pieces that people are going to see the most.
0: I freaking love a midi ring. That Mm -hmm. is my jam. I love to stack my ring. So a midi ring is like, for those who don't know, it like goes on the top knuckle of your finger. And so she's got some midi rings on there as well. But, you know, here is a question that I get all the time. We might have different answers. We might have different opinions, but I say no to this. People want to know. Should they match their earrings with their necklace, with their bracelet? I say no, that nobody's trying to be match, 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 match. People just don't know. They're like, oh, what earrings do I have to go with it? I'm like, stop. You don't, (laughs) you don't need to match your earrings to your necklace. Do you support that with me or not? Yes. I believe you should coordinate, but not match. I love it.
1: Yeah. If it's too matchy matchy, it's, it becomes a little too much and you almost lose the piece itself. But what I do think where you coordinate is maybe you do an entire look that's all turquoise or all opal. The pieces, the styles, the individual ones might be a little bit different, but it just cohesively comes together because you're coordinating without overly matching.
0: I am loving that. I'm so happy that you said that because people want to get matching sets. They want that security of, hey, I know this goes with this goes with this. I mean, I know people that want to hang their outfits in their closet together so they don't forget. But I always encourage people to mix metals. Do you agree with that? Mixing metals? Oh, definitely love mixed metals. I definitely agree that only the chicest people mix metals. And then I do not support matching. I think if you have on like your feather earring, like you don't have to wear the feather bracelet. You can if you want, but people aren't looking for that. They're looking for your individual style for you to be able to match it and bring the look yourself. You, would you agree with that? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, for sure. So why I want to know what is coming up? What are you making that I'm going to want to buy?
1: What is coming up for holiday? Hit it. Yeah, well, holidays are coming. So we always do our fabulous small business Saturday promo to just celebrate that we're a small business and, you know, the businesses that we work with and support by manufacturing locally. So that's exciting. And that's coming right now. It's our birthday. So we've got our big uh, birthday. Celebration going on, but I'm just really excited to dive in and get some new designs going. I've been sketching so much, I've got some absolutely incredible ideas that blend what I do with Chris Cara with one of my other businesses and taking my logo for my other business, which I love and looks a little bit like a flower, and turning it into a beautiful statement pendant. So, I'm currently working through some of those designs and I'm really excited to be introducing those into the collection coming soon.
0: That sounds amazing. I cannot wait to get the pieces that I want to get. And I cannot wait to like buy you out. I, d- I definitely am going to get a hand chain. Okay, let's talk about what I'm going to get. I'm going to get a hand chain. I want the feather earrings. I want the body chain and I want a midi ring. Just saying, just <laughs> I don't saying, I-, I don't want a discount. I just, just want you to know that I support small business. You know, when people buy things from large conglomerates, I always tell them, they're like, Oh, I got this off Amazon. Oh, I got this at Target. Oh, I got this, whatever. They don't need your money. Small business owners need support. And I love supporting small businesses and I love supporting women-owned small businesses. So thank you so much for what you do. And thank you for having the courage to step into your light and actually throw your hat in the ring. I know there's a million people that design jewelry, but look at you. You're killing it. You're eight years in. You're going. Nobody's going to stop you. That's amazing.
1: Well, thank you. Thank you for saying that. And thank you for the support of small business, because I think, you know, Amazon and other places like that, it's super convenient. It's really easy to go there and just get something quick. But if you take those extra couple moments to find somebody local to support or find a small business to support, you're truly making a difference in their life. Like I know my customers by name, they make a difference in my life. And I just think that it's really beautiful and that we should all do what we can to support as many small and local businesses as we can.
0: I totally agree. I could not agree more. And do you have a little surprise for the fashion friends of mine that follow the fashion crimes podcast?
1: I sure do. So because Holly's absolutely amazing, you can actually take 30% off, which is the biggest discount I ever give. Oh my God. Thank you. with The code Holly 30. So put that in on the checkout page and you will get 30% off Thanks to Miss Holly being amazing.
0: I mean, I am so happy for me right now. I'm sorry. I think that's that's incredible. Thank you so much for extending that discount to all of my fashion insider friends. This has been incredible. I mean, some great take key takeaways from this is that, you know, just support your small business, understand where you want to style, what you want to wear. You don't have to match, mix metals, and please support Chris Cara. I mean, this is such a great individual, unique small business. I support it 100%. And don't be shocked if my clients are going to be supermodels. I always say, if you want me to model your product, uh, I'm in the 45 plus supermodel category. So if you don't mind, I'm happy to model for you.
1: I love it. And I'm in that same category with you.
0: So I'm all about it. (laughs) Um, Well, I had such a pleasure meeting you and talking to you. And thank you so much for all of your knowledge and for, you know, helping us out today and recording from the She Podcast. We really appreciate it. And how lucky I am I got to meet you. Thank you so much. We are honestly so grateful. And look, holidays around the corner. Make sure you check her out. And where can we
1: find you on social media? Yeah. On social media, it's shop Chris Cara. So S-H-O-P-C-R-I-S-C-A-R-A. And if you're on our website, which is just chriscara.com, C-R-I-S-C-A-R-A, you can find all the links as well.
0: Thank you so much. This has been amazing. Um, Again, please follow us, become a fashion insider, sign up for our newsletter. Tell us that you love her jewelry. It's going to be incredible. We love Chris Cara. Thank you so much for doing what you do and for coming to the She Podcast podcasting conference. If you guys have any questions, hit me up, send me a DM, a smoke signal. Let me know what you want to know, what you want to hear. If you have any fashion questions or style, any kind of questions that you want answered, please let us know. Find us on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, Fashion Crimes Podcast. My name is Holly Cates. As always, tune in next week. We've got some amazing interviews coming up and thank you so much for listening. This is Fashion Crimes Podcast and we are out.